after you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick costos and ken barkley on the bet ql network a special shout out to our crew doing a great job today and always downtown mike brown always killing it with the video production jake the snake always sensational how about our executive producer alex Vasano? amazing injury information for me on the screen making my job and my life a lot easier gentlemen we appreciate you i i don't know who's on social today so my apologies i know tyler's off and i didn't ask that's my bad but whoever it is is doing a great job and we very much appreciate it kind of painted myself into a corner there thanking everybody else and then i realized oh i should probably mention mention the social that person at the end of the show uh ken chiefs and the jaguars in jacksonville uh, we know that Travis Kelsey is going to play in this game. We know that Chris Jones is going to play in this game as well for the Chiefs. Uh, only two players questionable, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Kelsey. The report already came down that Kelsey is going to play. Pretty clean injury report for Jacksonville with the exception of Brandon Sheriff, who did practice Thursday and Friday in a limited fashion on the offensive line with his ankle injury. So right now in the betting market, Ken, it looks like this might come down to three. It's my Kansas City minus 3.25 on the road at the Jaguars. The total is 51.5. Uh, bets for you please with the Jaguars and the Chiefs and Steve Conrad shout out to him doing great social work today on you better you bet yeah, Lawrence brother uh I, I don't I don't know if SC. there's a lot left to do here yeah <laughs> see let the rain fall down. uh I, I don't know if there's a lot left to do in this market uh, this was obviously a game that we didn't talk about a lot of games like a week ago and this was one of them because we were curious what the opener was going to be. And this was a game that had very obvious injury news in it and injury news that when released would impact the betting market. And that's what's happened. Chiefs opened two and a half. Uh, Kelsey in, Chris Jones in. Now we're three and a half. Maybe going to come back toward three. But the point is like the move on the Chiefs because the guys are playing has already happened. And now you kind of have to figure out what to do. How many snaps are both of them going to play realistically? How effective are both of them going to be realistically? I, I just think this is kind of like the right number in the game now. Um, so if you if you bet two and a half early in the week and you want to play three and a half back and middle three, probably want to do it soon just in case. Um, if you want to hold two and a half because you made a valuable bet, great. But like now that we're here, I mean, best guess would be like this This is the right number or close. Uh, three, like three, one, ten. I would consider playing Kansas City again, maybe, but that would be about it. I think the total's great. I think it's like about ex almost exactly what we expect. Uh, I think Ken said it really well, so I don't think I have anything to add other than like really fun prop conversation for this game coming up on Sunday morning with Kelsey back now. What do we do with the Chiefs pass catching group? Maybe sure. it's fade all of them, but we'll talk about it coming up on Sunday in Jacksonville as well if Christian Kirk can get off the schneid after last week's dud uh, against the Indianapolis Colts. All right, now we go to the AFC North. A little interested here, Ken, that we haven't seen more interest in the Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe that means Baltimore. So I, I don't know. But Cincinnati right now, about minus 3.25. Cincinnati laid a Humpty Dumpty size egg in week one against Cleveland. Baltimore beat Houston. Not in extremely impressive fashion, but still 1-0. Cincinnati minus 3.25. Total here is 46.5. Is a bad injury report for the Ravens. Their, two, their best cover corner, Marlon Humphrey, is out. Their best cover safety, Marcus Williams, is out. Left tackle, Ronnie Stanley, is out. Starting center, Tyler Linderbaum, is out. Mark Mark Andrews did practice on Friday today in a limited in a full in a full capacity with his quad injury, but still listed questionable and was a surprise inactive last week. Like we'll see if he's able to play in the game. Maybe we feel a little bit better than we did last week with Mark Andrews. Pretty clean here for the Cincinnati Bengals. Ken, are you surprised that the Bengals haven't taken more interest, seen more interest here? What do you want to do, if anything, with the Bengals and the Ravens? I mean, I think it's worth noting like this 
you know, I think a lot of people kind of are back and forth on this game, right? Like Cincinnati played very poorly. Also, they kind of had every reason in the world to play very poorly. Whether Burrow hadn't played all preseason, uh, matchup against Cleveland, a team that historically just dominates them with this coaching staff against theirs. And now they kind of fall into a, a much better matchup historically for what they've done. Uh, they played the Ravens five times in the last two years. They've won four of them. Uh, all four wins were by a touchdown or more. So for even like, you know, excluding everything else we can at least agree that they have historically played much better against this baltimore team with this quarterback and this head coach than against cleveland with their their head coach and a number of different quarterbacks like it's at least a better matchup now they still have to play well they still have to play better but let's at least like start by agreeing on that that there were like a lot of reasons why cleveland was was maybe going to win week one and none of those are here um i do like cincinnati in the game uh, I've kind of just been on the fence about when to bet it just because we kind of keep bouncing back and forth from three to three and a half. I will have a ticket on Cincinnati in this game. There's a three minus 15 and two, three minus 18s in the market. That would be a bet for me. Like if you just want to bet and then not think about it again, uh, I do like Cincinnati at that price. I, I'm kind of holding out. Maybe I can get a little better. Three minus 110, something like that. Do you like the Bengals to play much better in this game? Hate the injury report for Baltimore. Like the number as long as it's three. Uh, and as I mentioned on yesterday's show, uh, man, I'm really getting locked into Cincinnati here. Uh, I bet Burrow to win MVP. There are still 10 to ones on that off of one bad game, which I think is kind of an overreaction. I, you brought up Chase to win Offensive Player of the Year. That's drifted crazy too. I didn't bet that, but like, I think Cincinnati getting back on track. Maybe it's not this week. They could lose, but like soon would be a pretty good idea. A team that's still projected to be very good and all of the core things that make them good for the most part are still here. So uh, I will lay it with them in a more advantageous matchup for them. Agree on the Cincinnati handicap there and when to bet Cincinnati prop wise here on Sunday. We'll talk about Zay Flowers and maybe like we'll see about him and his um, offensive rookie of the year number after this game. He looked amazing in week number one. And we'll also talk about the Ravens running back group without J.K. Dobbins coming up on Sunday in a prop conversation. Justice demands retribution and the Gus bus. Gus is actually my middle name. That's actually true. Gus Edwards and Justice Hill for the Baltimore Ravens. All right. My New York football Giants, Ken. Uh, got doomsdayed by Dallas last week. 40 to nothing. Yeah, Not great. Uh, and they're somehow four-point road favorites. And if you know anything about the National Football League this year and you're just waking up today and you have no idea who's playing who in week number one, and I told you the Giants lost 40 to nothing last week, and this week they're favored by four on the road, who do you think they're playing? The answer better be the Arizona Cardinals. And that answer, that is correct. Giants laying four on the road at the Birds in the desert. Total here is 39 and a half um, for the Giants injury-wise here. Left tackle Andrew Thomas, their best offensive lineman. Game time decision, um, doesn't practice Wednesday, limited Thursday and Friday with his hamstring injury, officially listed as questionable, but like, I, like that's like a 50-50 coin flip. But normally we say if you practice on Thursday and Friday, even if it's limited, that, that portends well. I think this is true game time decision for Andrew Thomas based on what I've heard. Aziz Ojolari, one of their better pass rushers, is doubtful, as is wide receiver Wandale Robinson. For Arizona, only like one huge piece of injury news here. Buda Baker, their star safety, like legitimately like one of like the two or three best players on the team. He's awesome. Um, was not on the injury report, Ken, on Wednesday or Thursday. Limited today on Friday with a hamstring injury. Listed is questionable if he doesn't go in this game like that actually matters against Daniel Jones and this Giants passing attack so Giants laying four on the road at the Cardinals uh total is 39 and a half what do you got big blue in Arizona been pretty quiet on this game all week uh, in terms of like my opinion on it haven't offered a lot and the markets just kept moving and kept moving in some pretty interesting ways uh where the more I've thought about it like later in the week and especially now that the market has moved the way it is uh I like the Giants in this game and uh I think I'm gonna lay four tonight and I'm a little 
I'm a little hesitant to hit the button only because like it's three and a half around the corner with this giant century report. It's like the only thing that's holding me up in the game for placing the bet. But I think I'm going to start betting this game tonight and bet a little four and then maybe hold out for something better on Sunday or bet more four for like a full unit. Uh, it's more it's kind of playing a hunch this is similar to cincinnati cleveland the cowboys are an atrocious matchup for the giants the game was played in a driving rainstorm everything fell apart they were terrible what about that tells you about this game i guess would be my question it's not even about arizona like sure we could play washington whatever sam howell turned it over a bunch they lost don't really care more just like what about the giants cowboys game tells you what this is going to be like i would argue nothing I don't know what you take from one game to apply to another. The opponent is completely different. The historical matchup's different. The quality of the defense is much different. The weather is much different. The where the game is being played is different. Um, now that it's four and the Giants don't even really have to win by margin as much, uh, I actually think this is like a pretty good time to play on them. I still trust their coaching staff, despite what happened against Dallas. Uh, so Giants four, like officially can be a bet. If you want to try to wait for a better number, obviously can. Four is a bet for me. We'll probably start betting that today. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, am I going to get sucked back into the New York football Giants? I, I'll definitely have the Giants and already do and a couple money line parlays. I bet that we'd have to talk about it on the show just like because I, I just I place like a billion bets every week in the NFL. Uh, I do think the Giants are going to win the game. I'm going to th think about what you said there about the Giants. Now that the number's four, it's kind of like Eagles, right? Eagles at six became a bet. Maybe right. Giants at four. Uh, I dig it, and I'm a Giants fan. You don't have to. Ah, up, 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 oh, no. Up. Oh, in your arm. My arm. Uh, definitely Giants money line and some parlays for me. I might lay the four as well. We'll talk about this more coming up on Sunday. And again, if Buda Baker's out, and this is a four o'clock game, right? Yeah, it's an afternoon slate. Yes. We, we won't know by the time we're, or maybe we will, but probably not by the time we're off the air on Sunday morning. Like, there's a lot prop wise to get into here if Baker's going to be out because it's going to open up the whole middle of the field. Like, it could be Waller, it could be Hyatt. I'll think more about it coming up this weekend, and we'll do that coming up on the show on Sunday. You better you bet Nick and Ken, Phenomenal Football Friday. The rest of our bets for week two, NFL Sunday. Uh, let's go to Los Angeles, Ken, where the Rams hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Both teams want to know. San Francisco thumping the Steelers in Pittsburgh and the Rams surprising the Seahawks in Seattle. The Niners, seven and a half point uh, road favorites. The Rams been bet consistently over the course of the week. Not down to seven, but basically right up to the edge here. Set, they're on the edge of glory. Uh, seven and a half the number. Total here, 45 and a half. As far as uh, injuries go here in this game, as I have to scroll up a little bit, uh, Puka Nakua. Love that, like, this guy's, like, the star of the injury report for the Rams. Didn't practice on Thursday. And then we're like, oh, my God, like, is Puka going to play in this game? Fantasy players, you picked him up on waivers. You spent your fob on him. You want him to play. Yeah. Uh, he maybe, is expected to play. Yeah. Puka. Uh, Sean McVay saying that he is expected to play. Did practice on Friday in a limited fashion. Linebacker Ernest Jones. Ernest Jones, a good player for the Rams. Didn't practice Friday. Listed as questionable for the Niners. Uh, Dre Greenlaw, questionable. Uh, one of their better linebackers. And otherwise, a clean injury report, Ken, for San Francisco. What do you want to do, if anything, Niners, 7.5 at the, at the Rams? I already mentioned, uh, now that we're 7.5, maybe using the Rams in a tease with Buffalo. I think I like the Steelers up a little more, but Cleveland might just go to 3 in that Monday night game, so maybe you don't want to tease Pittsburgh. You just bet Pittsburgh plus 3 in that situation. Uh, Rams to 1.5 with the Bills. It's early, but like Bills, Bills teaser league just seems so good. Pretty low total in the Rams game. I actually think I'm going to end up having that and have some Steelers kind of crossed with both of those. So that's one way I'll play the game. I've been pretty silent on playing the spread because it's it's always been kind of in that seven, seven and a half, even more range. That's about where I would have it also, knowing as little as we do about the Rams. Uh, but the movement's been pretty interesting. There's a seven on the board right now, a couple of them, which just it leads to kind of like the follow up. 
if on Sunday this is ever six and a half, like for whatever reason, the Rams got bet a lot leading up to their game against Seattle. There was a lot of interest in them. Maybe that's a team specific thing. And there's going to be interest in the Rams again this week at six and a half. I would bet San Francisco and I, we haven't had to talk about it because we haven't been close to it. Now there are sevens on the board, so we kind of have to talk about it. Uh, if you see six and a half on the Niners, uh, that would be a bet for me. Anything in the seven, seven and a half, eight, where we've been the entire time range, I think is fine. Uh, and then maybe some Niners teasers, uh, depending on what happens as well. Uh, I just want to be clear on this. Like, I I think San Francisco is a, like, a much better team than the Rams. Much better. Um, so I'm not making the case like the Rams are like almost as good. Like, the Rams coaching staff is so much better than the Steelers coaching staff. Like, Matt Canada, and I love Mike. That's, not, that's less of a shot at Mike Tomlin than it is of Matt. How about this? The offensive coaches for the Rams are better than the offensive coaches for the Steelers. Sean McVay sure. versus Matt Canada, an absolute no contest. Um, yeah, I mean, who would argue I, that? I, and, you have, and you have the backdoor king. Get your minds out of the gutter. The back to our king, Matthew Stafford, our king. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I'm betting the Rams plus seven and a half now, and maybe I'll get to middle seven come on, come Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna bet the Rams here because I trust Sean McVay. I do think the Niners will win the game, but the the Rams show the Rams might be like decent this year, and you've got Matthew Stafford at quarterback. I'll take the seven and a half with the Rams, and we can readdress this. This is gonna be a bet for me, Ken. I'm gonna bet this during the break. Uh, it's, it's minus 15, so I need to get this in pretty soon. But Rams, uh, plus 7.5, going to be a bet for me going into Sunday, and then we'll readdress from there. Uh, let's see if we can fit the Jets and the Cowboys in, and maybe we'll close the rest on the other side. Uh, Dallas, a 9-point favorite against Zach Wilson and Gang Green. Total here is 38.5. Uh, we'll ignore some of the insane Aaron Rodgers quotes today from his appearance on the Bad McAfee show. We'll Ooh. just get to the handicap of this game. Uh so cowboy stuff injury wise, Zach Martin is questionable. Obviously, like one of the best guards, like a Hall of Fame guard, did practice Thursday and Friday in a limited fashion. We expect him to play. Tyler Smith, doubtful again. Didn't practice all week. I do not think we'll see him. I don't think we'll see Cowboy safety Donovan Wilson either. And Brandon Cooks doesn't practice all week, being called a game time decision. But I mean, you don't practice all week. That seems bad. And the Jets, I think, should basically have everybody. Brees Hall's questionable, but uh, going to be on a pitch count again per Robert Sala. Beckton expected to play. So I think it's pretty clean for the Jets, uh, aside from, you know, Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles five plays into the season opener, four plays into it, whatever. Uh, Cowboys minus nine at home against the Jets. Ken, 38 and a half your total. Yeah, I mean, uh, McCarthy coaching a team that's a massive favorite with some injuries and a game that's inflated because of a quarterback injury, too. Uh, it would only be a look to the underdog for me. I, I have a, a tricky decision here. I, I've been pretty committed to playing the Jets against the spread and just waiting this out and seeing, like, do I get a 10 or what happens? I may do that. A bet that I, I absolutely have to, to place, and I've been waiting, because, again, I think the prices are going to move in my favor to give a better price. Um, dog is always correlated with under or almost without fail. In most situations, dog and under are correlated, like, a little bit. Dog winning is highly correlated with under. Um, and just so, you know, kind of keep that in mind if you ever like dogs to win outright, the under is a little more likely to hit in those situations. I think this is very, very much one of those situations. You get a massive payout right now. It depends on which book you use, what the multiplier will be. Uh, so kind of test it everywhere. Jets money line with the under, basically with the idea being, I don't, and like, I, I don't know how the Jets win a game that, that goes over the total. I mean, I have no idea. I don't think Zach Wilson's going to be anything different. It's going to be like the I think it's going to have to be the same as the Buffalo game in order for them to win. I, I just think the Jets winning the game so heavily correlates with the under. I'd rather put the two together and just create like a massive bet maybe for the game, even for a small amount of money for a sweat. I think that would be my advice. 
I might play the Jets against the spread also, but I haven't quite decided yet. I want to see where the market is Sunday. But the Jets money line with the under, even for a couple bucks, that is a bet. Uh, I'm just kind of price shopping it and waiting to see if the Cowboys get bet more. I'm a little bit of the opposite here. We've talked about this game a lot this week. I have I don't know if I'm going to play the Jets on the money line, but I do like the Jets to cover the spread, and I love the under. I feel like this needs to be 36 and a half. Uh, so I'm on the under as well. On the other side, we will wrap up our bets for week number two NFL Sunday, Commanders and Broncos, Dolphins and Patriots. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.